Scott Rice, who's part of the organising committee for the Z Manu World Champs. Can you believe we've got something like this, Scott? Well, we can because it's right in front of me, and we've already been to about three cities around New Zealand. And, and yeah, absolutely, it's fantastic to be able to celebrate something so uniquely Kiwi. Yeah, it's the only place in the world it's called Manus, and I love that you've you've just done a major league baseball and called it the World Champs. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We get a little bit of stick for that, but um, yeah, I must I must do a name drop to Chris Simpson who helped me um, decide and, and make that big call to call it a World Champs. But I think it's, in the end, it's going to be a good call. So tell me what's taken place around the country to get us to this point. Where have you been? So we've been, we kicked off in Wellington, um, that was at the end of January, we had a, uh, a three day event down there, two days of qualification, uh, we picked 14 of the best across our divisions down there, then we moved a week later uh, to Hamilton, and we, again we, we saw another passionate bunch of people come together to show us how good they were, and we picked some more finalists there, and then we were in Christchurch a couple of weeks ago, um, and we did our only South Island qualifier down there. Uh, early Feb. So this is today marks the first day of the Auckland qualification. We've got two uh, two qualification weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday next weekend, followed by the grand final the weekend after. So have you got, is it walk-up entries? Do you have to register online? How do you go about entering? Yeah, well look, any it, we've sold out this weekend, so we have a finite number of spots over each weekend, 260 spots are sold this weekend, and we've got the same next weekend, so we've got a few left for the following weekend, but this weekend's sold out. Um, but yeah, look, it's, for anyone, they just have to pay a small amount of money, very small amount of money to enter, they're registered, they get a, they get a few goodies as well, and they're in for the competition, they're in to win the, the big cash prizes and all the goodies. Um, and then we've also got what we call the push play Manu sessions, Mark. That's Monday to Thursday next week and the week after between 3 and 8pm where anyone can come down for free and just have a jump, have a bomb off the tower, off this magnificent tower here in the viaduct. <laughs> so cool. How high is the tower? Well, the tower is 7 metres by 20 metres wide, 7 metres high, and it's got 5 metre platform, a 3 metre platform, and a 2 metre jump platform. So you can choose, depending on, if you're over 13, you can choose whichever one you like. And if you're under 13 and between 10 and 12, you can go off the 2 metre. So, um, but we, we ask, you know, we, we want to invite anyone down all ages, so you're not you're not too old. And you can do a cannonball, you can do a honey pot, you can do whatever you use to call them. <laughs> and um, you can just come and make a splash. Look at you go, you rad fella, with all your terminology. <laughs> what what are you seeing <laughs> technique-wise? Which which ones are getting through? Oh, look, the Manu, is, the Manu which is a style of bomb, um, the V-bomb, is by far the most popular amongst the youth these days. Um, so that, that one has just got a way of shooting the water up quite, you know, straight up in the air, and it gets some really good height. Um, so I'd say 90% of what we see are Manu. Um, we see a lot of the, some of the older generation doing what we call the coffin, which is um, sort of feet in, sliding into a coffin, and then the back goes goes down at the end. Um, few staples, few gorillas. Um, so it's always nice when someone throws in something a little bit different. Uh, I'm just sitting here giggling away. This just sounds like it's just if you even if you don't want to do it, go down and have a look. It'll be just awesome. Now apparently, 
Um, you've got something called Manutech that you use to judge. Yeah. What's that? So we had the challenge of trying to think, how do we judge um, a lot of people quickly and also consistently? And so I made a call into the Professor of Biomechanics at AUT, Patria Hume, last year, and that conversation just ended up working its way to find a solution for us. So we built, we put together some software called Manutech, which um, measures the splash height and splash volume of every jumper immediate within 15 seconds of their jump. So we, we can put their score up on the screen, and that helps make sure that the first jumper's um, judged in the same way the last jumper is on a weekend, um, and takes out a little bit of that objectivity out of it so we can actually see it. Um, and then in the final, we're going to bring in three physical judges to judge style, they're, they're, they're what they do in the air before they hit the water. So that'll be another little element and a bit of fun. So what's the highest splash, if you know off the off off the top of your head? What what sort of heights are we looking at? Oh, well, look, the, the, the highest platform we've had so far is five metres, and... Um, the, the biggest splash we'd have on five is probably a 12-metre splash. So you think Sheepers. 11 to 12. So, so they're putting the water more than double the height of the platform they're jumping off. So that, that, that doesn't happen by chance. These, you know, and some would say you, you have to be a bigger person to get the biggest splash. Well, actually, no. To get the highest splash, it's, it's technique. So, um, and, and it's quite a, you know, and that's like a thing on a sports program like, like your one, Mark. Um, it is a skill, and mm. takes uh, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. Where's the hotbed of Manu in New Zealand? Oh, look, um, I would say many, many. I'd say, you know, uh, Waikato, Raglan, um, South Auckland, of course, um, Northland, um, are probably the, the biggest, Gisborne, Hastings. Um, yeah, they, they would be the ones that come to mind um, for me. Uh, generally, where um, Sipika Māori um, tend to live, um, you know, they, they absolutely love doing their bombs and manus, and it's just a, come through the generations for them and, and, and a, a large majority of the people taking part in from those business people, so those backgrounds, those communities. So, um, yeah, and it's it's wonderful to see. I was up at Marapuri, um over the Christmas break and just seeing the local bridge it's just a hot spot you know every evening on the high tide you know it's cool to see You talked about divisions how do you separate is it female male is it different heights is it different age groups how many different divisions have you got Yeah three different divisions 10 to 12 year old as kids boy and girl um, youth 13 to 17 uh, again boy and girl and then adult 18 and over um, and so there's a, there's a huge amount of males that take part. of your male-dominated sport, I call it, uh, at the moment or, or pastime. Um, but we've equally shared the prizes amongst male and female. We want to encourage wahine, women, the girls, to get involved. And, and when they do, it's pretty good. Like we've seen some, some pretty talented uh, women. Um, and some of the ones in the adults from Wellington, for example, they're all, you know, I don't think any of them are under 40. So they've been doing it a long time. You know, they're the masters. And you'll be getting, like with the teenagers and the kids and stuff, the families will be coming down. It's a bloody good family day out. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're setting up for this afternoon's four o'clock heats that start, and there's already people with deck chairs, umbrellas. They've set themselves up for the whole day. You know, they're on the stairs here. They're ready to roll. So, um, yeah, certainly there's, there's a community that come down to the Viaduct Harbour, and they love jumping off the into the... Into the um, 
into the viaduct here. So they're, they're here nice and early to get a good spot. And of course, this day and age, there's going to have to be some water safety. Have you got people in the water? What what, what does the safety around the event look like? Yeah, we, 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 we take it really seriously. We've only got a, you know, there's only ever going to be one or two people in the water at one time because we limit them how often they jump. But yeah, we've got lifeguards on duty um, during our operating hours, um, ready to go if needed. But um, all, all the people taking part are given a thorough briefing and um, but we're there to, to lend a hand if, if we need to, yeah. Now, I think I'm right in saying you're the man that uh, was behind the New Zealand Ocean Swim series. Has your life always been in and around the water? Yeah, it has. Um, I think that New Zealand Ocean Swim series started from just, I, I yeah, my, my family, my, my, my auntie was an Olympic swimmer, my uncle was an Olympic swimmer, my dad and, and mum were both very good swimmers and uh, so I swam, and I, I swam for New Zealand briefly back in the late 90s. Um, I, I always used to say I, I was I was in the Danian Loder era, but not of the Danian Loder level. But I was I was sort of hanging on to the end of the team, and he was leading the charge. Um, but yeah, that love of swimming, and and um, still love that, and and that got me into organising a big ocean swim series, and. Uh, and uh, I, I sold that a couple of years ago and thought there's a bit of a hole. I thought, what can I do? And this one this one had been in the bottom drawer, this idea, for a while. And I thought about time we got it out and made it happen. Yeah, because we've got so much, we're blessed with so much water around us. In fact, someone's just texted and said Murray's Bay Wharf. There we go. <laughs> there's yeah. lots of money yeah, going on there. A, that's a good Ottawa Wharf as well, where I live. You know, it, it's just it's buzzing any time there's a high tide and, and there's a bit of sun out. Yeah, so uh, we'll give you a, give you a chance to tell people, even if they don't want to compete, what what's in and around the event apart from just the manus? Oh, there's heaps going on. We've got our fantastic sponsors, Tip Top, Snacker Changi, Original Kiwi Dip. Um, they've got activations. They've got dunk tanks. They've got they're giving away food. But we're right. Um, if people want to know where we are, we're outside the Viaduct Event Centre. A nice drawbridge that, that goes down between Winyard Quarter and the Viaduct. We're right on the Winyard Quarter side um, near the tidal stairs there. There's, it's, it's, it's a really fantastic thing to watch. You don't have to take part if you don't want to, but it's actually like watching the Olympics, but, but bombing, you know? It's really, we, we make everyone feel pretty special. We, we judge them all. There's lots of cheering, lots of camaraderie amongst the competitors. And then um, and for those that want to enter, think, you know what, I'm going to get it on 60, 40, 20, um, bring your family along and enter. We've got spots next weekend uh, for the 1st to the 3rd of March for our qualification, or just pop down for that push play session Monday to Thursday, 3 to 8 p.m. This, uh, next week and the week after for our a bit of a go, have it have a try. This sounds fantastic. I'm so tempted to bust out the Speedo, Scott, and just sneak down at 5 to 8 one night when everyone's buggered off. <laughs> I think you definitely should, Mark. Oh, the website, moneyworldchamps.com. Yeah, but you should definitely come down. We'd welcome you. Well, I, I think I'm going to be like a lot of people. I might come and have a look this weekend, and if I don't feel yes. too threatened, maybe go and give it a dart uh, in one of your push-play ones, or if I'm feeling really brave, go to qualification next weekend. I think you should do that, yeah. Top, Thank you very much. Top Man Scott, sounds like an awesome event. Just just what we're crying out for, more events down on the beautiful waterfront there. And am I right in thinking it's right by the old Team New Zealand compound? No, no, it's, it's kind of, um, yeah, it's just on Wynyard Quarter side of that drawbridge. So yep. if you if you enter the drawbridge between the viaduct and Wynyard Quarter, outside the viaduct centre, you can't miss it. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, mate. Have a brilliant few weeks.
Thanks a lot, Mark. Cheers. Cheers, mate. There is Scott Rice. Um, he downplayed his swimming career. He actually swam against Ian Thorpe and Kieran Perkins and those guys. He was, he was in a, an incredible time of swimming and he was in the team with Daniel Loder. I guess when Daniel Loder takes all the accolades, you do feel um, not quite up to it, but uh, fantastic. And yeah, he bought the Ocean Swim Series, which I was training for. I was going to swim in the one in Auckland and got frozen shoulder. See, that's how bloody old I am. I get frozen shoulders. But yeah, that does sound fun. So uh, what was the website, Manu? It's written down here for me somewhere. There it is, Manu World Champs. Manu is spelled M-A-N-U, worldchamps.com for all the information there. Um... 23rd to 25th, so that is today. Tomorrow and Sunday is qualification. They're fully booked for that, but you can go online and book for the 1st to 3rd of March, which is next weekend, and then all the regional finalists come together. So they'll find the Auckland regional finalists over the next two weekends, and then the big world championship, which I love, is the 9th of March at the Karanga Plaza off those platforms. And then take your kids down for the push play, which is 3 till 8, Monday to Thursday, Next week and Monday to Thursday, the week after, three to eight. Pick your kids up from school, take them down for a manu. They will love it. Right, we'll take our last break before the news.